I think that the future is bright for anybody that wants to get in this space, that wants to create new and exciting engagements that are completely unique from the way that we've done things before. We got used to tapping, swiping, and pinching a device, and we can move on from that, take our eyes off of the screen, and start to engage with our brands and with each other in new and exciting ways. In today's episode, we discussed this past January in Vegas at the Voice at CES event and how that went, other noteworthy events and resources, great ingenuity and exploration examples that have already occurred in this wide open landscape, and predictions for the future. We all make sounds. Let's make them on purpose. Welcome to the Sound and Marketing Podcast. That's wonderful. And that's what I love about the voice community. It's so supportive. Everyone is so supportive of the other um, because it's kind of a grassroots community of sorts. I mean, it's growing now, but like I feel like people were kind of lifting each other up as they were trying to figure this out together. Like, what does this market look like? And I hope that continues as it grows. I hope that that feeling that I have about people in this industry, it, it continues. Oh, me too. And I think it will. I think that there's, you see the enthusiasm out there. Uh, you see uh, women in voice and you see that group turn out a new chapter. It seems like every week in a different mm. city or country around the world, there is a lot of enthusiasm for this market. Also, I will say that I believe that the voice first community is probably one of the true fully or as close to fully. Uh, we may have some room to go to grow, but it's a, it, does feel very inclusive. It feels like there is a real sense of belonging uh, in this community. We are doing things this year to, to make sure we take that even further with groups that aren't traditionally represented. So whether they're people in their retirement years or people that are um, have spinal injuries or other of other differing abilities that need to have access to a conference, you know, we're going to do all we can to make sure that we create the most inclusive community we can. But I am very, very pleased to see that I believe the voice first industry and the voice first community is probably one of the healthiest when it comes to that. I still think there's room to go. And I take it, I take that uh, role for myself very seriously about how do we get there? How do we get all the way there where it isn't even talked about anymore? It just is how it is. That is, uh, that's utopia for me when we can just be in a place of belonging, a place of peace, a place of learning, a joy and connection and um, of thriving. And that's, uh, that's something I tip my hat to this voice first community because um, I think that it's, I think it's doing a great job. Yeah, that would be, that would be quite the thing to have a utopian society of sorts. Um, I think we all have we, room to we grow. Can all, we can all have goals, right? I mean, exactly. you know, so. As, as long as we're all striving to be better people, I think that's, that's the ultimate right there. Amen to that. <laughs> um, going back to events, you just did your voice, uh, uh, voice at CES in January in Vegas. How did that go? It was a lot of fun. Um, it was our first one. Um, so we partnered with the CTA where we were an official partner and we did an official program. So voice at CES was part of the overall CES experience. It was at the Aria Hotel in what they call their C-space. The intention is there to, uh, to give a space where executives, uh, brand executives can come and learn in an environment that you know, isn't quite so crazy and crowded as the rest of uh, CES can be. Uh, I don't know if you've ever walked the show floors, but it's, it's an amazing show. Just yes. the sheer 
size. So we were thrilled that um, we had a day of voice at CES. Um, our title sponsor was the Google Assistant team, which was great, but we also had a whole host of other great companies that sponsored us that day. And um, we had a great series of conversations from the time we kicked off at 9 a.m. to the time we stopped at 5, uh, that included leading brands like Disney and Amex, and um, you know, I mentioned Google and Amazon, uh, Radio.com. So many others uh, came and really shared what they are doing, what they're working on. So it was an exciting day for us. Also, Google gave gave out a Google Assistant to all the attendees, um, and uh, Scott and Susan Westwater gave out their new book to everybody. Mm-hmm. Bradley Metrock came and gave gave his book out to everybody. Uh, more than just weather and music. So it was a it was a real fun day for us. It, it was the first time, and I think it went really well for the first time. We had a full room. We are already planning next year, uh, given everything we learned about producing an event at CES. So we're taking all those lessons, and we are and we're already looking forward. So um, it was a great experience. Great to be in Vegas, uh, and great to see all the amazing products on the floor at CES as well. I concluded that the future is electric, autonomous, and voice activated. Mm, good words. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you even got uh, some of your podcast episodes for Inside Voice Out. Uh, Carrie was uh, reporting on on site, I believe. She actually did her reporting on site at uh, at uh, Project Voice. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. For three days at Project Voice, she did nothing but interviews, and I think she got about twenty interviews done while she was there. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. We um, there were others that did podcast interviews live uh, from uh, from Vegas up. So like Brett Kinsella from Voicebot, a huge shout out to Brett. He is the Pied Piper of this industry. If you go to Voicebot.ai, uh, he was doing uh, on-site interviews. I think Bradley Metrox did did a few as well. And uh, so, you know, our community partners were uh, pushing out content, but we, we certainly captured all those talks. They're up on our YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube slash uh, GoModev, you'll find those talks from CES uh, up on YouTube. Awesome. Um, so this can, be, this can become like a, a, a wormhole of sorts, a, a rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. There's just so many different ways that you can go. And I feel like because this is such a new thing and like, I'm kind of learning as I go, people can be intimidated by this. And I don't want them to be because this is the prime example that a smaller company can compete with a bigger company because sound and voice technology marketing is so accessible. It's so much more accessible than like back in the day when you had to buy a broadcast ad, which was way too much money. So right. here's here's a chance for a smaller company to get in at the, you know, at the very forefront and compete with like you know Google or or I don't know like a big yeah, huge no, no, company no, no. like Facebook. There there's opportunities for this. How how would you encourage someone to look at it because it can be so daunting? Right. I think that the first thing to do is just get involved. Like just go online, take a course of how to build your first Alexa skill or Google Action, and just that just start simple. Start there. Then there's a level playing field for ideas. Your ideas are as good as anybody else's. What mm-hmm. can you do? I mean, if you're, let's just say you're a florist in a, in, a, in a small town, imagine starting your own voice scale and maybe doing a daily microcast that pushes out about what flowers are fresh and what, what's blooming or, you know, ideas. And there's just so many things you can do if you're a small business or if you're a technology business or a SaaS business, you know, 
it's another, we have another avenue now for thought leadership. We have another avenue now for engagement. So go back to when YouTube started, go back to when blogging first got popular, go back to, you know, the start of anything new where you have a chance to get in on the ground floor. It is still really early in this space. I would encourage people just to get in, figure out their place. It might be intimidating, but everything's so accessible. There are so many opportunities to get started and the tools get better and better. So if you, you know, if you're a, a want to figure out, uh, but you, you're not a developer, go look at tools like VoiceFlow or Voiceify, uh, or voice XP. There's a bunch of platforms out there that let mm -hmm. you kind of like easily build uh, an Alexa scale or a Google action with no coding experience. There are so many ways for people to get in. And then on the content side, I would say start microcasting. Look at like a Witlingo where you can sign up for a microcast. It downloads on your phone. You can send out a, you know, one or two minute microcast every day and share that with your community. There are a lot of examples of how folks are really building their, their businesses and their reputations using microcasting. I would look no further than Dr. Terry uh, Fisher out of uh, Canada. He has done amazing work with his microcast. I think he's on to, I don't know, maybe he's six or 700 days in a row where he's microcasted every day. He's oh, now man. speaking at conferences around the world. His life has changed because he chose this new platform and this new business to engage in a new way. Now he has a global reputation and, and uh, you know, he's a real uh, important player in this industry. So I would just say that there are so many different ways to get in, whether it's on the content side through microcasting and pushing out through uh, assistant devices or with, uh, you know, trying to develop your first test skill, make it simple, make it something fun, but it's all out there. It's all approachable. My advice is there's nothing like just getting started. I think a great example too was, I don't know if it was you or Carrie that interviewed her, but Kiki Monifa with her Black History Everyday uh, Alexa skills. I'm going to find the link and I'll, I'll, I'll put it in that the show That was Carrie. Notes. That was Carrie. Man, this woman was amazing. And again, this uh, she's she's not like tw in her 20s or anything like that. She just wanted to learn and she figured it out. Yeah, I tell you, that is a, that is a perfect example. And, um, you know, that's so fun for us. So I think that it just kind of comes back to why do we build community? We want to we want to create these opportunities for people. Dr. Uh, Joan um, Paul Mitter, founder of Women in Voice, I take no credit for founding Women in Voice, but we did. She was a student at the time, and she got a scholarship to come to the very first Voice Summit. It was at that event that she got the idea to build Women in Voice and start Women in Voice. And there is just no greater joy than to know that the work that we do to bring community together can have a direct impact on the trajectory of people's lives. Absolutely. She made that decision and now she's finished her PhD. She has a great new job and she is the founder of a global women's uh, technology movement. And, you know, we got to be there, you know, when it started. And I think that, you know, you bring up that podcast with Carrie. I'm going to go, I haven't listened to that episode, but I will definitely go and listen because it just brings me great joy to, to watch these people. And again, uh, I want to be careful. I don't take credit for anything that these people do. It's just a joy for me to see people get started in this business and, and go on and thrive. And what happens is they are oftentimes are the ones that get hired by the big brands or their, their, their careers going to a whole new level. You know, I've watched many of mobile developers end up in boardrooms of fortune 500 companies, mm. educating 
uh, board members and C-level executives on app development. And, um, you know, and it was just because they decided to teach them how to write their first game. And then mm -hmm. that game got popular. And then they built a reputation. They started a blog. And next thing you know, their uh, career's on another trajectory. I'm watching that happen with voice. It's, it's a total joy. And uh, again, I will just beat on this uh, horse, but get, just get started, get in. And, and maybe the way that someone gets started is they do listen to podcasts. So listen to some of the podcasts that are out there, mm -hmm. uh, like yours and, and others that are, uh, that are in the voice space, mm -hmm. to just understand what people are doing. Um, it's really fascinating. I feel like the, the responsibility that you and I have is to be there so that we can inspire inspiration. It's not about us. It's about just being there and talking about it and right. giving that like nugget of thought Yes. A moment. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. It's, it's creating the environment so other people can then go and do the things that they, you know, that they're really, that they're capable of. I'm a big believer in people. And a lot of times people seek out uh, just because I'm, I'm not the youngest, uh, the youngest person in the community. <laughs> I've been around for a while. I've been doing things for a while. So I do get, uh, people do seek out my advice. A lot of times my um, advice is just to, I just believe in them. It's that simple is encouraging people that they, they've actually got what it takes to do exactly what they want to do and um, and just being a source of encouragement. So I think I, I hear you loud and clear on that. Uh, I, I want to continue to play that role and and watch people thrive. Um, where do you because, you know, you've you've been around this for quite a while. Where do you see um, like the best uses of voice and sound? What have, what have you been seeing the most creative uses like we we have the mastercard example and everything but do you have something what what has really inspired you i think there's been some really fun interactions that have come out of this and i can't remember the exact utterance that uh that domino's is using but they have a really great multimodal strategy that's fun for their customers you can for example you can tell alexa that you're hungry for pizza and the domino's skill will deliver you a pizza um, you can also text Domino's the pizza emoji and you will get a pizza delivered, you know, within 30 minutes. Um, so I think that's fun. And that's a good example of like multimodal engagement. And uh, yeah, you're putting me on the spot because I'm trying to think of like <laughs> some, some really, some really, but I, I would just, I, I would just say this. Um, it is really great to see companies like Amex and MasterCard, Capital One with Eno. I will actually use Capital One because I think Eno has done a fabulous job for them. Eno is now a platform at Capital One. It started mm. off as a chatbot, but now, now Eno is, is, is much more than that. I think that is an example of the opportunity uh, when you get into this space of what, what it can become. So it's not just a, it's not just a cute feature. It actually becomes a component of your platform and your marketing. So now Capital One can say, you know, it's not, don't ask them for the advice, ask Eno. So now this thing has a persona. Mm. And I think that what they've done is they've done a brilliant job. It's not male or female. It's sort of androgynous that way. And so I think that, I think they've done a nice job, but I'm also like, I'm thrilled to see the way Amex is created. Uh, voice enablement for their clients. You can really have a conversation about your finances in ways that you could never do before. Um, and then I love, you know, I'm a huge fan of story. I love the way storytellers are embracing voice, incorporating voice into children's books. Mm -hmm. um, and um, 
my kids are eight and nine, so they're just coming out of that time of their lives. But, uh, but you know, they're part of the voice, uh, voice first generation. So that's been fun as well, the way that uh, engagement's being created. But I will say this, I think that the future is bright for anybody that wants to get in this space, that wants to create new and exciting engagements that are completely unique from the way that we've done things before. We got used to tapping, swiping, and pinching a device, and we can move on from that, take our eyes off of the screen, and start to engage with our brands and with each other in new and exciting ways. What would you say is the thing that you're the most excited about for Voice Summit this fall? I am most excited about seeing the people that got this industry started with us uh, this is going to be the third year. And I think that there's something, something interesting happens. You know, the first year was, it was the start. It felt new. It had this excitement. The second year was, okay, we're doing this. And I'm excited that this third year is going to be the industry coming out party. And I think the people that are there year three that were there year one are the ones that are going to lead the charge for the next 10 years. So I'm just excited to see everybody because I believe that, uh, I believe they're the ones that are really shaping things. So I'm excited for the community. We have some really fun things in store as well. Our friends at Google have sponsored a big party. It's going to have a twist. Uh, so we're really excited about that. I won't, I won't spoil the surprise. We're doing a lot to, uh, to really make it a fun experience for everybody as well. So I'm excited, about, uh, I'm excited about the people. I'm excited about the maturity of this market. I'm excited to see all those happy faces and hear those conversations and, and to be a part of it all. Well, I'm excited to figure out how to get out there. <laughs> it's I, think very... gonna, I think we're going to figure that out too. Oh I'll, man, I'll I, I just love everything that you guys are about and what you do. And um, I've met so many people through this podcast, but you know, not physically met. I've just talked to them. So it would be really great to see them all in one one room. Well, listen, we, we will be creating um, podcast studios at the conference. So nice. you will have a space to have as many interviews as you want to. So um, that's dangerous. <laughs> I think, I think it's, I think it could be a lot of fun. So I hope, you know, we, we've got time. We're going to make it happen. I'm just, I'm announcing it right here on your show. <laughs> you will be Yay. in Arlington, Virginia, October 5th through 8th. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's just make it official. All right. Well, it's official then. Pete, thank you so much for joining us on the Sound and Marketing Podcast today. I know you're a busy guy, so I'm glad that we can make this work. I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, happy to always come back. And um, I look forward to, I look forward to meeting you in person one day. Uh, likewise. All right. All right. Thank well, you thank so you. much. Thanks for joining us for the Sound and Marketing Podcast and with my guest, Pete Erickson. Tune in next week when I talk with Alex Woodrich of Why Do Birds, a sound agency based in Berlin, Germany. It was really fun to take the temperature of Europe's approach and beyond. Remember, the sound marketing industry is an inclusive and encouraging community. We're starting something from nothing, really, and everyone is super excited to lift each other up so we can all belong and succeed together. So ask questions. No question is too dumb or too obvious. Trust me, I've asked some doozies. For more of the Sound of Marketing podcast, don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher. For inquiries on producing and developing your own podcast, 
or for inquiries on Sonic branding and Sonic branding consultation availabilities, you can find me at Dreamer Productions. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at dreamerproductions.com. All links will be provided in the show notes. This episode was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.